Greetings and salutations. Tits is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we, yes we, dick suck each of the national treasures, cinematic masterpieces, and his life. We also try to cream whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. I'm Drunky Linda. <laughs> what? <laughs> Good I, gravy! I'm, I'm Donnie. <laughs> and I'm Adrian, and I ain't no freaking monument to justice. No. <laughs> what is justice? Some say bread is justice. What is love? <laughs> I am Linda, but uh, this week you could call me Formaggio della Luna. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Whatever. <laughs> Pasta fazul. <sighs> and that's Pasta the mission statement you. of this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, uh, sorry we missed last week. I was too busy dying. Uh, but much like Jesus, I, I have arisen. <laughs> I am arisen. Oh, yeah, I heard the good news. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> good, that leaves me less work. <laughs> um, while I was sick, I watched, well, I, I watched more Golden Girls than usual. And uh, by choice, <laughs> you say that like it's a bad I thing. I saw a Matlock episode <laughs> with Betty White on it. Does that make me more pathetic? <laughs> now that sounds hot. I jerked <laughs> off to Murder She Wrote. Who didn't? I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't know how much I Who want hasn't to be obliterated wrong, their bits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But uh, while I was also sick, I um, I made an awesome discovery. I uh, became addicted to a podcast called Drinkopedia. And uh, first of all, their their Twitter game is on fire, and uh, I, I I love following them on there. But it, it was it's such a good listen. It's like it's it's a really good show. They um, it's uh, three people. They get. <clears throat> They, uh, one of them learns like two new topics a week and they get sloppy drunk. Oh. Um, you know, something we're completely unfamiliar with. Completely. Yeah. And, um, and they basically report on whatever it is that they learned. It's a lot of fun. I, I highly suggest it. Oh. Highly. Oh. And can I, uh, yes. fit like a. Oh. Sh- shameless like Fist? plug in here um <laughs> <That's what> she- <laughs> i know we're <laughs> just cramming in there <laughs> uh, 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 and i'm the one who ain't drinking <laughs> why uh because i might have to see a friend later and drive and not wrap my car around a pole is your yeah! friend jesus <laughs> and throw it in the gutter and say oh brother and then get another <laughs> Oh, Baba. <laughs> I'm drinking wine for medicinal purposes. <laughs> well, don't forget bonbons in Lifetime while you're at it. Well, squeeze what you're putting in there so I can get through this movie. Oh, I was just going to say that um, over the weekend, um, Donnie totally killed it in the um, with a... Uh, Live tweeting. What, what do you mean I killed for... the hook of a basketball? <laughs> <laughs> he went home, okay? All right, Lee Marvin. <laughs> Bad dog. Cool down. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> 
But uh, uh, we we were both like live tweeting some of the um, <clears throat> the uh, um, Joe Bob Briggs's uh, last drive-in. Hell's yeah! <laughs> and uh, Joe Bob Briggs himself liked one of our tweets. <laughs> <laughs> he came down from heaven and liked your tweet. <laughs> So okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, you can get back on to Joe Bob's book. Joe Bob goes to the drive-in. I heard he did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He didn't like my tweet though. So, (laughs) well, still not on Twitter. Yeah, (sighs) Um, yeah. I I was banned preemptively. Good for showing your titties. Maybe we should mention the name of today's movie. I would love to. Oh, Donnie, tell us all about it. Well, when you lose your hand and then your wife, blame your brother for the faults in your life. That's Moonstruck. (laughs) When everyone judges you, then loves you just the same. Everyone's cheating on someone like it's some sick game. That was Moonstruck. The worst Italian stereotypes share in her best drag persona. I present to you ACDC's Moonstruck. It, it's Cher as Gene Simmons. Um, yeah. Donnie, uh, I have a question. Yes. Uh, two questions, 42. actually. Um, do, this movie raised many questions. Do you, do you have your hat on backwards, and are you sitting backwards in your chair while you break it down for us? You know, I have to, because that's how I approach you kids. <laughs> I'm down with the street. <laughs> yeah. Word. Chair's a little awkward. Just gotta adjust it a little bit. It'll be okay. I shouldn't have thrown it earlier. I'm sorry. A rip, a rep, a rip it to the reps, and a rip, rap, rip it to do. Yeah, I listen to that hippity hoppity music. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get real for a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Please do. Oh, I want to know about this movie. Do either of you want to take a stab at, at, at explaining Moonstruck? Well, you see, Jerry did. boy, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a morning. This is literally the worst Italian stereotypes thrown Nicholas into one Cage movie. Nicholas Cage is a dingling brother. Well, he I, is a dingling bread maker. He's dingling bread maker. Yeah. Uh, while 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 this is, movie is loaded down with Italian stereotypes, it is also uh, so far the only. Italian American Nicolas Cage stereotype movie that we've seen yet that didn't have violent yeah. Italians. That's true. They are non-violent, highly naive, romantic Italians who believe yes. in magic and curses and luck. And you got married that time, but I got hit by a bus, so no more husbands for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe if she got married in a church, it would have been different. Instead at the city hall. Yeah. Should have given me away. <laughs> <laughs> How come everybody want to keep it like the Kaiser? Jesus. God Get me the knife. <laughs> I want the big No, knife. Donnie, I won't do it. <laughs> he won't do it. <laughs> the big knife. I'm going to cut my throat. You're going to watch. <laughs> this one is fake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> is this the part where we give some exposition okay. while being totally so, obvious about the exposition? So, so that's your cage's kiss. Uh, <laughs> oh, the end. Yeah, that's all you get, folks. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Nicholas Cage will star in Mother May Asleep with Danger, maybe, you know, for all I know. <laughs> So uh, this is this is a romantic movie. It's a romantic comedy. You know, it's for the ladies. Yeah. Uh, so shares in it. Uh, she's a bookkeeper, 
and uh, she's a little aged, you know. She's 37. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so I, she's got yeah. the grades. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's old. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> although, uh, you, you, you know, the real share might have been a little bit more than 37. Um, but, uh, you know, who could tell? Um, yeah, she was actually 17 years older than Nick Cage at this time. Eh, and, and nine years younger than it, uh, Danny Aiello. Right. Uh, and I think that puts her in her 40s at the time. I, I don't. Want to do that? Well that's right that's now. You're, you've been drinking, it's fine. 40s and nine. You lie down, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, she's 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 a bookkeeper and she's Italian American. And uh, her boyfriend, uh, Danny Aiello, uh, proposes to her in an Italian restaurant, only he don't have no ring, capiche? So, uh, <laughs> and he's gonna ruin his suit yeah, getting on yeah, his but knees. But he came with two pairs of pants. <laughs> that's right <laughs> so uh, he proposes to her and gives her the pinky ring and uh, so she accepts his proposal she doesn't love him as she tells her mother but she likes him a lot and she wants to get married again because she getting old she thinks she's yeah. getting old she wants to have a baby she wants a baby yeah and she's going a little bit gray um, and he's about to fly to Sicily because his mother is dying and she puts him on a plane. Mama Sophia. And an old Italian witch woman tells Cher that she cursed the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically. Yes, Trega, suspiriamos. I had the magic that come only from Italy. Yes. Do you believe in curses? Tell me your children. This plane. Then, then she sure tells her dad that she tells uh, me she don't love me. Oh, wait, wait, I'm getting it out of order here. But uh, 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 Danielle was like, uh, "Call my estranged brother and get him to come to the wedding." And and uh, and uh, uh, Cher's Italian American parents are like, "Don't get married. You're cursed." You're, you have bad luck, yes. and she and she has this whole thing about luck and how she thinks he her first husband got hit by the bus because they didn't start out right. But she doesn't believe in curses. So she doesn't believe in curses. She does, however, go to the bread place where Nicolas Cage works, and Nicolas Cage informs us that, that his wooden hand is a fake wooden hand, and his wooden hand yes. got chopped off because it used to be a real hand, and it's his brother Danny Aiello's fault, or so he thinks. And his wife left him. You know what's kind of cool fiance. is like during that scene where he reveals his hand, he was uh, I don't care. trying to recreate the. <laughs> he was trying to recreate the Metropolis. scene from Metropolis. Yeah, yeah he does all yeah. the same gesticulating as is is Rudolf Klein Rogi or whatever his name was, who I think is also in Fritz Lang's uh, Spies, but I couldn't swear to it. I would believe it. Yeah, Fritz Lang, everybody. Why don't you just say it and we'll just assume you're right. I mean, nobody's going to look it up. Every time I mention Fritz Lang to somebody, they they know Metropolis and that's it. They think he's a silent filmmaker who died the second sound came along. They don't know about M. They don't know about Manhunt. They don't know about Fury. You know, like they don't... All of his porn. They don't know about... So who's who's playing the bread maker again? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, 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 it's my friend, Nikki. N- Nikki, Nikki what? Cage. <laughs> This is this is the first movie of ours, uh, I think, where you can actually see his back tattoo, by the way. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. The part where, he, where he's at the window and they're looking at the big Hollywood matte painting moon, mm-hmm. which shows up a lot. Well, there's a couple shots that show his uh, his back. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's the best the best um, shot of it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I have some factoids about uh, about today's movie. Um, uh, by the way, uh, for, for listeners at home who aren't going to go and watch Moonstruck, uh, Cher and Nick Cage get together and they had to have sex 
Yeah, she cooks him a steak and, then and he's, she cooks and, it in and, a way and, he doesn't yeah, like. Yeah, he's it. like, I want, I want, I, he's like, I want it burned, burn it to shit. And she's like, No, when it has bloody to feed your blood. But to now, be fair, is... I mean, if somebody comes over to your house and like that, even if you don't know them and they cook you a steak, it's common courtesy to sleep with them. Yeah, we have to recreate that love scene because it is a very tender scene <laughs> that's, where that's, he flips <laughs> over the table and then kisses her. It's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, you're doing it wrong. You yeah, it's like that. Yes, and he picks her up in his arms. Shows where are you don't, taking don't, me? No, no, like, wait, 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 don't leave it out. Don't leave it yes. out. He picks her up and he says, okay. "Son of a bitch!" Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Like, where are you taking me <laughs> to the bed? And take me to the bed. We're all romantically. And she's like, I don't care. I don't care. Destroy me. He's like, there will be nothing left. (laughs) You just breened Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Which means another shot for Cage. (laughs) Hey, it doesn't count if you say it. (laughs) To be honest. I don't care. Fight some freaking monument to justice. (laughs) I don't care. I'm going to drink till there's nothing but I have no life. <laughs> he took my hand. He, he took, took my, my bride. bride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 oh, man. Uh, no, no, the cage, cage where he's all hairy and his in his wife beater there with the with the facial hair. He's so powerful, and then later he shaves and gets cleaned up, and it's like, oh, boo, unpowered cage. Yeah, he lost his power. Yeah, much no, like, he was like uh, Samson. Samson. Yeah, that stuff was keeping yeah, him going. Yeah. That was that when Cher also went full drag share when she went and got her yeah, hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, what'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Before we go too into it, because there's a lot to get into. Okay. Uh, oh, um, there's something really, really important that I have to. Not tell unless you. I was going to tell it first. Ah. Uh... <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. This is fine. Really, really, really fine. Fine. What is it? What is it? Like really important. Okay. 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 So the music was by Dick Hyman. Uh, 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 <laughs> can you freaking believe it? <laughs> Edited by Mike Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> when you walk down the street with a clown at your feet, you're in love. <laughs> this is Moonstruck! Bells will ring, ding-a-ding-a-ding, ding-a-ding-a-ding, and we'll sing feet to Bella. So, um... So, okay, yeah, I I will. Uh, So, uh, for one thing, Premiere Magazine lists this as one of the 20 most overrated movies of all time. Thank God. I don't know what the other 19 are. Um, Now, I I wasn't sure why at first, because I do believe it to be overrated. I don't know if it's one of the most overrated of all time, but it actually was a Best Picture nominee for some reason in 87. I know, and I hate that. That, Now, this is the problem with the Academy Awards, too. It's like, we we pretty much all know by now that they're bullshit. But, like, back then, they'd occasionally basically declare themselves as bullshit. For example, in 1974, when Godfather Part II won Best Picture, one of the other nominees was Irwin Allen's The Towering Inferno, which is a fine popcorn movie but that's about all you can say for it you know yeah it's like there was a lot of really good actors and special effects in a movie with no script that kind of ran long didn't that have oj it did yes it did yes it did yeah who was also in the cassandra crossing uh good old oj and in uh, Hell Goes to Frogtown, or Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh, yeah. So, um, so, uh, to, so for one thing, also, uh, Premiere Magazine is also not that good. 
Back when I was in high school, I, I had a uh, subscription to CinemaScape, and my brother had a subscription to Premiere, and it was like no comparison. Um, wow. But uh, today's movie, uh, it, uh, flawed as it may be, is uh, by a director I really like. It's by Norman Jewison, who did a shitload of movies. Um, so he directed, uh, a, he directed a Best Picture winner, a more legitimate one. He directed In the Heat of the Night with Rod Steiger, you know, and Mr. Tibbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck, why am I... Sidney Poitier. Should have said him first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, am I a liar? OJ wasn't in Cal Comes to Frogtown, was he? I no. didn't think so, so but you've been in? drinking. What am I thinking about? I don't know, but I was I was going to talk about Norman Jewison. It's got nothing to do with Cal <laughs> Comes to Frogtown. It's on point. <laughs> Okay, so okay, so Nor- Norman Jewison directed Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, and, and he directed yeah. Fiddler on the Roof. The studio approached him because they assumed that he was Jewish because of his name. <laughs> was he and Norman Jewison is actually not Jewish; he's a Canadian Protestant. <laughs> but he's like, sure, I'll direct your movie anyway. He was a good sport, you know, and he did a good job. Um, he also did the original Thomas Crown Affair. You know, with Faye Dunaway, the amazing one with all that cool mm-hmm. split screen shit. Uh, he did the original Rollerball with James Caan. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, Jesus Christ Superstar in 1971. Uh, he did Agnes of God. And uh, he did the very terrible And Justice for All with Al Pacino. Holy shit. Which I know some people really love that one. For me, it was kind of like, this is just over-the-top hand-wringing. This is awful. Uh, uh, today's movie was written by John Patrick Shanley, which is surely the most Italian name you've ever heard. <laughs> that is. Uh, John Patrick Patrick Shanley uh, came from a career in the theater, I believe, um, and it shows. Um, um, yeah. After this, he wrote a movie that uh, Norman Jewison produced but did not direct and is terrible. He did uh, The January Man with Kevin Klein, which also had Danny Aiello and uh, oh, and freaking um, Harvey Keitel. It's, it's a comedy about a, a brilliant detective tracking down a serial killer. Uh, it doesn't make any freaking sense. Um, and uh, Shanley also wrote and directed the much better Joe versus the Volcano. Oh. And then he oh, did right. Alive, and then he wrote Congo, which is just a turd. <laughs> <laughs> but it did have Tim Curry. Yeah, it, it, well, and it's it, hard yeah, to go and, uh, up when you're having a movie about eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> Amy. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, oh god damn it. <laughs> I mean it also had Bruce Campbell, but even that couldn't save it, you know, and Joe Don Baker. No. And uh actually the the screenplay was originally called The Bride and the Wolf, but a lot be of people thought right? But uh apparently a lot of people thought that it sounded like it was a horror film. They should have just marketed it that way. It's got freaking share in it, the vampires. If all they did was show the moon scenes where everyone's just awestruck with how beautiful the moon is and then put in some really haunting music. Yeah, no, just take out the Dean Martin. (laughs) Well, you know, originally uh uh they they had the Puccini opera music running over the opening titles, and then they showed it to a test audience, and apparently the test Mm -hmm. audience was like, Oh no, an art film. Oh, like playing they were opera, say they were hardcore them. Italian. They're like, "What is this? I don't know if I like it or not. I don't want to go. Oh, uh, you drag me? I there? never go to the opera. Instead, I go get my hair done. They take the grays out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it's like okay. going to get my hair done. You know? <laughs> Capiche? <laughs> Um, well, apparently, Jewison was really trying to direct it like an opera. No, and and I get that. I get that approach, and I think for his part of it. I, I think I think he did his job. Um, mm. uh, the the picture feels a little short. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Well, because it's so rushed well, toward, so toward the, the end. Well, yeah, no, there's also a bunch of characters crabbed in. They're trying to they're trying to cover all their themes. And, uh, you know, yeah. Shanley's coming from the theater. And most plays run over the two-hour runtime. Most of them are more like a three-hour thing. Right. You know, so... Well, yeah, even the ending felt like something you'd see on a stage that plays better. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, uh, Jewison, you know, like, even though he directed these people, like, like, like theatrical style, like, he'd, like, he'd keep them through long run-throughs and all that. Like, he's a cinematic director, so it's, so it's, so it's digestible yeah. to people like us who don't give a fuck. Um, it was shot right. by well, David Watkin, uh, who'd worked for a couple of my favorite 1970s directors, Richard Lester and Ken Russell. Uh, he shot The Devils and Help and uh, the the Richard Lester Three Musketeers with Michael York. He shot Return to Oz at 85 with Ferusha Bulk. Ooh. And uh, some lesser 90s Sidney Lament movies. And also he shot White Nights with Baryshnikov and Gregory Hines. Holy fuck. Gosh, yeah, so pretty pretty distinguished, uh, I think. Uh, 87, uh, this was a very busy year for Cher as an actress. Uh, because this year she was also in uh, uh, Suspect with Dennis Quaid. Uh, which, uh. Uh, which uh, have you seen that also? <laughs> <laughs> I tried oh, to avoid Jesus share Christ. movies. Okay, well, yeah, but 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 there, no, there's share movies, and then there's Suspect. Suspect takes the cake. <laughs> it's got probably one of the. It, it's a it's a courtroom thriller with probably one of the dumbest endings I've ever seen slapped on one of those. Uh, and the same year she did Witches of Eastwick, which was better. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, so Danny Aiello, you know, great big character actor Danny Aiello is in this, in 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 uh, in one of his bigger roles because before that he'd only been in smaller stuff. He was born in '33, and he had small parts in stuff like The Godfather's one and two, and uh, Once Upon a Time in America, <laughs> uh, and Fort Apache, yeah, the Bronx. Tell that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, and and but uh, he took off, uh, you know, more in the '90s, and and I think part part of what helped his career is appearing in, both in this film and having been in Do the Right Thing. Oh. Yeah, which 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 was one of his uh, first like bigger parts. Um, but uh, then in the nineties, though, he had larger roles in some pretty embarrassing box office bombs. Uh, I don't know if it hurt him any, but uh, he was in Hudson Hawk with Bruce Willis <laughs> as his partner there, you know. And uh, he was also in Paul Mazursky's The Pickle. He stars in that one. Oh, the movie which right. is basically a metaphor for itself. And that movie actually tanked Paul Mazursky's career, which is fine by me because I don't think Paul Mazursky's any good. <laughs> like down and out in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to change the channel now. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, one of the another character actor we get in this one is we got uh, Julie uh, Bavasso, uh, who plays Rita. Um, you may remember her from Saturday Night Fever, where she played Travolta's mom. Oh. And she also returned for Staying Alive as Travolta's mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, she she died four years after being in this movie. Uh, the cancer took her, but she was working oh, right up to the I end. I blame the movie. <laughs> yeah. No, her husband, the moon, came over and he screwed her to death. That's the beautiful it's thing cursed. about marriage. <laughs> the moon comes by and you're just a running monster and you can't even stop yourself. And you cry and you scream and then you have a coronary. She was the sister on the airplane that was cursed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, uh, and uh, Cher's parents in this are Olympia Dukakis and Vincent Gardenia. Yeah. Uh, originally, they wanted uh, uh, frickin' uh, uh, Anne Bancroft for the mother, which I think would have been perfect. But she oh. wanted some money because she's freaking Anne Bancroft. Yeah. Um, but uh, Olympia Dukakis and Vincent Gardenia had previously appeared together in Death Wish. 
Yeah, oh, where cool. he 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 plays uh, Detective Franco Showa in uh, Death Wish One and Two, and in Death Wish One, Olympia Dukakis is a cop with no lines. I think there's oh. no lines. I haven't gone back and looked because Death Wish One really isn't that great. You know. yeah. That's a waste of Dukakis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, the man agreed, but the woman she wanted to be cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. There are three kinds of pipe. Uh, another person whose career was aided by this movie was John Mahoney, uh, Frazier's dad, who got oh. to be Frazier's dad. No, I wouldn't say it was cur- it was ruined. No, no, I, I didn't I say that. that. I said like... it was. It, I said it was helped. It was helped by this. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said ruined. No, no, yeah. no, no, pizza. Right, out of it. <laughs> uh, John Mahoney, by the way, was also in Suspect with Cher. He plays a priest, and I haven't gone back to look at his part in that movie because, again, that movie is not good. Liam Neeson's in it. And unfortunately, um, he just passed this uh, last year. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. Some some girl tried, went to throw a drink on him, and it turned out to be hydrochloric acid. <laughs> <laughs> Take this plate and all memory of her away and get me a glass of wine. I'm a little cold. You're a little boy who likes to be bad. <laughs> you know, it's sad, but I was really hoping that was a normal thing in Italian restaurants, that people are just so used to women throwing water in men's faces. Oh, no, that's what this would have been like if this had been like a Jean-Luc Godard movie. Like, in every scene, there would have been a girl going up and throwing a glass of water on a different guy yeah. <laughs> man that would have been that would have been boss uh, there's kind of just like yet another storyline that like you know it's no, it's, it's kind of with... like that movie uh, eyewitness with the sigourney weaver where where um where there's yeah. a lot of great characters and they have all these little bits they will these vignettes that are sharing space and it's all fine in in for what it is but it actually diminishes the whole because because yeah. because even though there's thematic uh, connection, you know, it actually uh, spoils the the common thread that is the plot. <laughs> well, and once again, it's because they wanted it to it, they wanted it to be like an opera, and they wanted mm. to have all these characters come together for the final scene. And kind of a just, uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, isn't mm-hmm. opera tend to be like over dramatized? Like, doesn't somebody die like in yes. Bohem? <laughs> Yes, exactly. And, and I'm just glad they the had his character no there because it showed us. I'm just glad they had their character there because it showed us that her mom was the only one who wasn't fucking someone else in the whole goddamn movie. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. It, exactly. uh, there's yeah. No. There's the bit where she walks John Mahoney home, and then and then and then her father-in-law while walking the dogs. The super Italian one sees him, and and then he's like, "Do you know that man?" And she's just like, "Yes," and it fades out. And I'm kind of like. That was that was strange. That was that was an odd choice. <laughs> <laughs> but it did prove the the fact that Olympia Dukakis could uh, get it in at any time. <laughs> yeah, the cock. <laughs> Despite yeah. having Dukakis. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me clear a spot for your caucus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, your father's cheating on me. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I have the movie running uh, without sound in the background here, and it's at the part where they get to the opera, and Cage is all dolled up, and Cher looks like a oh. man in drag, and uh, Cage has that god awful like slick back '80s hair taking place there, and the coat that's too big. One thing I did like about that scene was I, I, I it's kind of stupid, but I like it when women call men beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're beautiful. 
I was thinking <laughs> <the same>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm here so you don't have to say it. <laughs> Did we say the C word, Donnie? Or yes, just... <laughs> that's why I just refilled another drink. Oh, shit. I'm not doing this oh, for the pleasure. Oh, I'm doing this fun. for... Is this like a, already. a Beetlejuice uh, <laughs> scenario? Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Candyman? <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the, I'm gonna say his name three times in the mirror. If he proposes to me, I'm calling. Believe you. in me, be my victim. But I'm I'm sorry, Adrian. You were saying. Oh no, the, the part where they're at the opera and they're in the dark and they hold hands there, and 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 like their faces are all lit up. That's the first time that Cage starts looking like '90s Cage. Yeah. He really did. Yeah, like it's like it's like he was he was he, he oh, came to be yes, right there. Yeah, Donnie, <laughs> catch up. <laughs> Get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> Remove all evidence of her and bring me a big glass of vodka. <laughs> that bus boy's always really into bringing him that vodka too. It's like, sir, yes, sir. He really is, and slapping the fuck out of that table. Oh yeah, it's like that guy's so efficient. It's like I need that guy in my payroll. Shit. <laughs> Vodcon tap at all times. <laughs> but even then, like, going back to when he proposed to Cher in the beginning, that was so... I, like, was expecting them to break out in a bad Godfather riff. Where it's like, I wish to propose to you on this, our dinner date. On this, date. the day of our dear daughter's dinner. Uh. <laughs> yes, on my mother's deathbed, I propose to I you. I am calling from the deathbed of my mother, and I still want the special fish. No, that's a greasy fish. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, your mother's dying. How was your flight? Yeah? I know. It's so fucking great. Like, my mother, she's dying. Like, how was your flight? <laughs> See, my mom. You're such a skinny boy. You need to eat more. I take it all God. He was almost uh, not in. Uh, he who shall not be named was almost not in the movie at no? all. Oh yeah, we didn't get he, our cage uh, update. What was going on in his life? Well, um, actually, at the time, Cher was already signed on, and she was recovering from a car accident Ooh. when she watched Peggy Sue got married, <laughs> and she said that he was the one who kept her interested and engaged in the that movie. That makes sense. And wow. she said, "Yeah," she said, "quote." When we were looking for Ronnie, it just seemed natural to me that Nikki should play the part. He was Ronnie. End quote. <laughs> now, um, I won't do it, the producers, Ronnie! <laughs> <laughs> the producers really, really didn't want him in it because they were afraid that he was going to you crazy? He's going Thank to talk you. that way. <laughs> and he does change hey, it up. Saw it. The scene in the basement where he's at the bread ovens. That's the best scene. That really is because he's just chewing the fuck out of the scenery. <laughs> well, and he, uh, they were afraid that he was going to do what he did for Peggy Sue and, you know, show up with that platinum hair and the weird ass pokey But that was boys. the only movie where he did but, that. Um, <laughs> and they were afraid that, that he couldn't really carry a movie, especially acting opposite uh, Cher. You so, notice that neither uh, of them were really Cher... tasked with carrying the movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, she actually went on strike for the day because she was she was really adamant about getting him in the part. And uh, the next day, the producers relented and called him in for a screen test. Wow. And uh, <laughs> about it, Nick Cage said, uh, yeah. quote, drink, <laughs> quote, 
She was amazing. She saw something that others didn't and Peggy Sue got married. You wouldn't think a guy acting like Jerry Lewis on acid was a romantic, powerful lead, but she... <laughs> oh, she's, <laughs> this is my favorite part. <laughs> she said my performance was like watching a two-hour accident. <laughs> she's so nice and sweet. <laughs> it kind of makes me want to pat him on the head and be like yeah well trying to imagine peggy sue without that though no no i really like i i don't see why they were all so up in arms at the time because i i thought it it made fucking money what the hell more do you want (laughs) well and this ended up being his uh his first box office success yeah um, yeah, um, he Moment didn't actually want to do the movie at first. He wanted to do something uh, more like rebellious and wild for a younger audience. But um, you know, obviously, I know Valley Girl too. <laughs> so crazy, just might work. Valley Girl too, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> the secret of the ooze. <laughs> Let's get the Kickstarter going. <laughs> Yeah, what if they did do that and he went back in time? <laughs> well, you oh, know, they shit. actually talked you know, about it. Haley Lewis in the News was on the radio while I was out driving earlier, and it was the other song from Back to the Future. It was, going back in time. Oh, my God, yes. Get back, get back. <laughs> it's a sign. <laughs> See? But speaking of that, I also was singing uh, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now while I was flamethrowing people in Far Cry 5 last night. God damn right. You fucking got that stuck in my head today. We all need to get together. Like, I woke up with that right stuck now. in my head. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, uh, you, 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 you definitely know this is a chick flick uh, since you never actually see Cage's mangled hand. He he cool. never has the fake wood yeah, fingers off, so we never get to see the mangled stumps. God damn it! Oh my god, wouldn't that be great if like there's a bed shot where he's like, okay, I'm sorry, I got a little too. I'm gonna stump you now. I like I like to imagine. Yeah, there was a there was a part later on where he's looking around for. It. He's like, what did I do with my fake wood hand? And, and, and Cher's like, I'm having trouble walking. I think I found. It. Yeah, I got a splinter. What'd you do to me? That's what I was say. Pull it off! <laughs> she took my hand! <laughs> Temporary! And ruined his life. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, those Italians. Uh, oh, yeah, no, that's how this movie should have ended. Is that he lost the other hand and then shared leaves him <laughs> exactly she leaves with his and, and 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 then he's in a wheelchair and he's like and he like can't talk now and he's by the graveyard and the grandpa comes by with the dogs and they pee on the wheelchair and he's like bella luna bella luna <laughs> you see the moon she bring how you say the woman to the man i have no go. life that's even better. They break up. She leaves with his wooden hand, <laughs> and he goes chasing after her. The guy comes walking his dogs. He trips downstairs right. and loses <laughs> his foot in an unfortunate and accident. The, and the opera company truck that we saw during the opening credits is what scissors yes. off the limb. 
Uh, tragedy. Big time with the It's all hair. because of Cosmos. It's life, man. I, I bake bread and I sweat and I shovel this stick of dough, sweetie. Jesus Christ. I love that man, but he doesn't know it. Yeah, how come, uh, how come baby uh, Carol Kane there didn't get more scenes? I know, I was kind of sad. Cher just That's came in and cockwalked. Apparently in like, the original script there, there was a subplot for... about about uh, Cher and and uh, and Vincent Gardenia there both working at a soup kitchen to atone for their sins, but they excised it. They're like, "No, no. Right. We don't want any padding in this film." Yeah. But like I you know, I I was wondering why the fuck is she there? Like she just comes don't in do and it, says Ronnie. that Yeah, well, yeah, and she says that uh like Totally naturally, she says, "Oh, I, that she loves him." I, no, I, lo- I love that shit. I love that shit. Just on the surface, like I'm going to explain my walk-on character who had two lines. It could have been yeah, twice. Exactly. And then it's like, well, my planet needs me. No, so. but that's 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 the Shanley writing, though. It's like it's this theater expository dialogue that doesn't really illuminate anything. It's like it's like, Dad, I'm gonna get married. You got married one time before. It's like, yeah, Dad, I covered this the previous scene. And what happened to him? As previously stated, he got hit by a bus. See, he freaking died. You had bad luck. No more husbands. Well, and they said in, or he said in the uh, commentary that she was really there to show that. Um, with every romance, somebody loses something. So she was losing her love while Cher was jumping in onto his uh, wooden hand. Yeah, that's that's okay. She uh, probably got with John Mahoney later. True, it's it's fine. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think so. But uh, I should also say that when he was younger, uh, Nick Cage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to kill him now. <laughs> uh, watched the Sonny and Cher so- show and said that Sonny Bono was the reason that he wanted a mustache since he was seven years old. And I mean, I can see it because that was one majestic oh, stash. Oh, God. <laughs> and the beat goes on. R.I.P. Indeed. <laughs> Did you know that Sonny and Cher's movie Good Times was William Friedkin's first movie directing? That's sad. So is William Friedkin. Yeah, Theon. Yeah. If you don't like my movies, you Stop can watch Police Friedkin. Academy 6. <laughs> it's like, or we can watch a movie that's good, William Friedkin. Ever think about that? Um, I should say the budget for Moonstruck was $15 million mm-hmm. estimated. And every penny's on the screen. went to Cher's hair? <laughs> <laughs> they needed the padding for Yeah, it. no, she goes yeah. and gets her hair did, and then she forgets to go to the bank. She fucked up hard. She did. She was thinking about Nick's dick. Yeah, yeah. Nick did. Yet another storyline that they didn't fucking need, no, but they, they just had it there half. to bring the... Be, uh, like, another, you know, that you know, we need Porky's 2 the next day. We need to find out, you know, what really went on. You know. <laughs> well, well apparently they just added that storyline as uh, a reason for the aunt and uncle to come back in the final oh, scene. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, um, oh, how clever. Uh, the best yeah. scene in the entire movie that spoke for most of us. You know, there's all uh, this weird illogical shit about destiny and all that in there. You know, like people like being spurned to love by cosmic forces. You think it could have been about her yeah. life being somewhat together and her loneliness, being a bookkeeper, and then it's sort of unraveling. You know, like and and having more complications mm. from the money. 
Yeah. Well, actually, up until the point like where they uh, they slept together the first time, I was thinking like, okay, yeah, I can get into this movie. Yeah, she was getting and her it, shit like, together, and the yeah. point where they sleep together is but, hilarious. <laughs> it's um, really like that's, I should say that's before height, you know, uh, I forget they uh, the movie grossed about eighty million six hundred forty yeah, thousand. Yeah. Oh, fucking like all the critics cream their pants. You know, uh, I know. You know what? It's something about this movie. Um, so this is the first time I'd ever seen it in its entirety, and I've been through it like way too many times now. Um, mm. um, so this is this is a movie that if we hadn't done this, I might never have watched. Right, like like a long oh, yeah. time, like yeah, Moonstruck is a girl movie. Fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> so uh, there was one time though. I think it was way the hell back when I was in college. Actually, they'd show it on AMC because AMC always shows something that's not really a classic. You know, like yeah, coming up next, it's a Halloween four fight. and Jaws four, <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds four, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part four. <laughs> Uh, and so um, I thought I, I tuned in on what I thought was the beginning of the movie, and uh, and it was the scene where where all the older people are sitting around the dinner table when Cher's not there, and and the uncle is telling the story right. about the big moon, Cosmo's, yeah, Cosmo's moon. moon, and I thought that was the opener, and I thought they had this kind of like cold, quiet thing to start it off with, where they're talking about this like this sort of romantic concept, you know, with those like like you know like when when you're about to be in love, the moon will freaking follow you. <laughs> And then I watched the movie yeah. and I'm disappointed. It's like, oh, it's just kind of tossed in there later on. It's like, I mean, you know, you're just disappointed during the story, mm-hmm. the dinner. He didn't say, I'm just going to say when the moon's out, you don't go walking on the moors. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Beware. <laughs> the wear king. Yeah, stick to the roads. Nicely done. Cage. said. Quote, there was an incredible pressure to have a certain amount of male power with her, her being sure, of course. <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm going to imagine what it will be like to kiss her. When we did kiss, there was a lot of power there. She's a passionate woman, and I didn't want to kiss her until the time I had to kiss her in the film. And it really worked. I was excited, or it was exciting. I put every thought I had about it into it. When else quote. was he going to kiss her? <laughs> Um, to, to, to be like clear, that was him saying he was going to kiss her as little as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read it as like uh, whenever I yanked off, I would think about kissing her. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh. but um, it, it I, I I guess it worked. Uh, I guess what he's saying is that he didn't he wouldn't kiss her during like rehearsals or anything like that. I won't kiss you at the movies. I won't kiss you at the bar. I won't kiss you anywhere <laughs> where other people are. Hey, wait till I get he's you. One to have babe. a mouthful wait of steak when he home. kissed her. <laughs> a nice, blo- yeah, 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 yeah. She she cuts in that bloody ass steak, which I'm sure was delicious. And then no breath mint, no nothing, no garnish, just. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, steak, then J and B, and then let's do it. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Well, you, you can see, you can see why people pretty... remember this film, though. It's got quotable moments and all that. It's just like, yeah, oh yeah, snap but, out yeah, no, of there's, it. There's plenty of moments. It's just I think we agree there's less there's less of a movie than there is those moments. Oh god, yeah. Well, apparently he was pretty pissed because uh, he because uh, Jewison took him out to uh, to dinner and explained that he had to remove some of his best scenes because they quote unquote overshadowed the star. <laughs> 
Oh, is that why there was a whole movie and Cher's like, no, I'll cut it out. He's stealing the show. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Well, he was pissed because they they apparently, well, according to him, they they cut it out his best, most powerful well, scene. Well, his transformation into a wolf. You know, that, that he I had perfect. I would that. You know, the moon is perfect. <laughs> Then the stars yeah. are perfect, but we ain't perfect. We're uh, here like, to love much, the wrong Nikki, people and break our hearts and that die. Was a good scene. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the birds go to the star. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 no, that that's a scene I keep coming back to where where Vincent Gardini, her dad, gives his mistress the bravest like it's little birds and stars. The birds are flying to the stars, I guess. Huh? And, and the look, <laughs> like, the look on her fuck. face after she gets that, she's like, ooh. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you even talking about, you sick bastard? It's like, looks like the birds are going to fuck the stars. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's like three kinds of pipe, and I got like that Sicilian pipe. Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only pipe I use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. None of that brass pipe. I got me some copper pipe right here. <laughs> <laughs> it saves you money. <laughs> oh, I had to torture Lucille and show this to her. Of course and I you told did. her, I'm going to make two bets. You're going to hate everyone, uh, and you're going to agree with the grandfather in his second to last line in the movie. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. To start <laughs> Why are you crying, Pop? I'm confused. <laughs> no <laughs> joke. When line. I first watched it, the first time I, I watched it, when he said that, when he said, when he was like, "Why are you crying, Bob?" and he says, "I'm confused," I actually said out loud, "Me too." Bro. Me too. <laughs> I know, like, bitch, me too. <laughs> Last scene, it's like you know, you didn't make much ado about nothing or a Midsummer Night's Dream. You got to do more than that, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Uh, but well, we also agree. Who the fuck gives a charm bracelet as a gift? <laughs> 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 you know, they get that scene hey, earlier Carlo where he's, where he's selling the people the, on the pipe, you know, and, he, and he's like scraping wait, it. Wait, wait, Carlo gave you a charm bracelet? Hell yeah, did, he did. Did it have birds and stars? Little birds and stars. <laughs> did he tell no. you that the birds go to the stars? No, it had monkeys, and he Bella said, Luna. I got this for you because you love monkeys. Now, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you like, know, monkeys right. throw feces. <laughs> 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 monkeys throw feces. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Carlo <laughs> You haven't said yet that you like my dress <laughs> I like your dress It's very bright It's okay Carlo you're gonna die any day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, why, why do men chase women anyway It's cause we're either afraid of death Or we're trying to shoo, get shoo, a shoo, wig shoo. back because Maybe it's because they fear death <laughs> Yeah, all these explanations pissed me off. I was yeah. like, uh, where's the person that will tell her the truth of like, um, yeah, guys like getting laid. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I've seen You wolf. see, y'all got real old, you see. And that one over there, huh? She young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That stuff yeah, tight. A lot of people... Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, the cast were pissed off with that final scene, the penultimate well, scene. Well, uh, uh, um, Jewison got a fine for that one from the uh, from the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, he because he kept them through lunch. Yeah, well, he wanted. It, he wanted. <laughs> they it just the wanted to wanted fucking it, eat, you know? and he said they're at the dinner table. What yeah, he said they, they weren't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> he said they weren't allowed to go to lunch until they got the scene right. Damn right. Ugh. 
And apparently, nobody fucks um, with the Jewish sin. Like right before that, uh, the the acting coach uh, on set said something to piss off Cage. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. I hate you. Bernie was dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and he actually got so pissed off he he like uh, got all WrestleMania in there and grabbed and <laughs> threw a chair. Oh! <laughs> I should have filmed that. And uh, Cher looked over at the acting coach and she just the uh, she just winked at her like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> ain't he something he's, he's some kind of man <laughs> well because like he uh, he thought what we were all thinking like he shouldn't be there yeah <laughs> like why the fuck is he there like in that that final scene to to propose to the girl he, he met has any literally the day there. Fucking I really before. I'd really be curious about the scenes they cut out. I wonder if that fixes it at all. I know. Because yeah. always, that was yeah. just the most awkward thing. It's like, I can't marry you. Because if I do, my mother's right? going to die. You know, it's like, yeah, no. fuck you. I'm marrying it's your like brother. It's like a Give 40s comedy ring. where they're like, we can't exceed 90 minutes. Hurry up. Yeah. Marry somebody. Yes. But hey, they're Italian. You know, as awkward as it was, he's family now. <laughs> and when you're here, you're family. <laughs> he looked like if he had a gun, he would have started shooting people. Yeah, he's all depressed. In the I would want to see that movie. <laughs> it's like I'm coming for you. You know, mom. you just you just cut in the end of Abel Ferreira's The Funeral, and no one will question uh, why Danny Aiello is suddenly Chris Penn. It all it'll all work somehow. <laughs> <laughs> if this was directed by Lars von Trier. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Does that mean we see his dick? <laughs> yes. which would lead into when we say who would have done this movie better you're gonna love my suggestion oh, Moonstruck. Oh, so yeah no nothing yes. uh, nothing more romantic than fucking new jersey by the way oh hold on it's gonna be <laughs> lars von trier's moonstruck starring instead of nick cage steve gutenberg <laughs> oh, oh, <the> <laughs> all yeah. the nudity you can I, possibly I think, expect I think I'm fine with, the, with the with the abel ferreira's moonstruck with uh with uh harvey Keitel as 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 uh, as one-handed ronnie you know <laughs> <laughs> It is bad lieutenant. Best. Right, yeah, no, and, th- and so then you get the one hand fisting, you know, like 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 you like you need, you know. <laughs> you know they couldn't do that though, because it would be just way too fucking hot. <laughs> and then replace <laughs> Cher with Cindy Lopper. What do you think I'm some not? monument to justice? Huh? <laughs> Say the goddamn fucking word. Everybody words. should be Cindy Lopper. <laughs> uh, yeah. Snap out of it. <laughs> Oh, and then Lou Albano could have played her father. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been perfect. Captain Lou's Marissa smooth. Tomei, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting there with all those fucking rubber bands in his beard. He's <laughs> like, stick around. Your eyes are going to be open. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, While fuck. we're on Face Off, I have to say that I would recast him with a real wolf. Yes. <laughs> for no reason just yeah, all, all his lines are just whines and barks yeah. <laughs> yeah not a trained one like a wild one <laughs> like a wild child <laughs> you know uh, i was actually where this movie was filmed back in november the hotel i stayed at was in jersey city in the same spot wow yeah. so so yeah no i got that view of where the where 9-11 used to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of awkward seeing that skyline going, something's not right That's here. That's amore. 
<laughs> I liked a quote from Cher. She said, uh, quote, I happen to think crazy people just make good actors because they can suspend their belief system so oh, easily. Yeah. <laughs> and making movies, you have to go in and out of different realities very quickly. Yeah. And uh, she said that because of that, Nikki's like her. Uh, she says, Nikki's like me. We're a breed apart. <laughs> But uh, she also said, if anyone is a rounded person, Nikki is. To me, Nikki is a renaissance man. A couple of times I made lunch for Nikki at my apartment. One time he asked me if I was a witch. He was into that stuff. So I said, <laughs> I am. He said, I thought so. And then he hurled a ketchup bottle against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then she did him. Yeah. <laughs> she did all her co-stars. Yeah. This is this is also the uh, this is the peak of her career, way. by the way, right here. Because uh, after this, she did Thank Mermaids, God. which did not do so well, and then throughout the '90s, she only worked mm. sporadically. Yeah. Well, and there was some some rumors floating around of of her and Cage getting it on. Well, yeah, we know, we know she did Gene Simmons, but he did and we know it. she did uh, what's his name in Mask. There, <laughs> that's actually the most horrifying image ever. <laughs> right. I don't know well, where you end and I begin. Up. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and I think oh. I'm going blind. <laughs> Did you notice that it, it, there's there's multiple scenes in this movie where Cher hides in closets? Yeah, she needs to come out of that huh. thing. I want uh. the world to know. Got to let it show. <laughs> <sighs> so. What pearls of cagey wisdom were you guys? I know freaking monument to justice. <laughs> Always pay attention when baking bread, or you'll lose your hand. You could oh. lose your freaking head. Yes, and your wife, <laughs> and maybe your watch, because maybe your hand was the one that was in the bread thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Never take public transportation. There's no replacement for the family. Uh, yeah, pay attention where you set down your luggage, dumbass. <laughs> No shit, that was the most awkward gag. Also, um, Denny Aiello could have saved the entire cast the trouble of simply lying to his mother and saying he was getting married, because she'll never know, she'll never leave Sicily. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. I'd say that the, the greatest piece of wisdom we could find from this movie is that if your partner cheats on you, just tell them to stop, and, and that they're going to die. Tell them they're going to die, and... It, Oh yeah. yeah, just remember the confessional and... scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and I uh, slept with the brother of the man I'm going to marry. Oh, and I uh, used the Lord's name in vain. What was that second thing? I like. Yeah. Like. Yeah, but I mean, it was scenes like that that made me think, "Oh, this is going to no, be a Shanley good movie." No, wrote a lot of great scenes. He just didn't write a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it just didn't all I come mean, together. Like, to be I, fair, I like... this is kind of, this is still kind of better than what we're used to for for, for what we've what we've gone through on this podcast. True, but you know. yeah, but I feel like this just like well, it it suffered from being like having too much story and not enough time, and like at the end it was just like, like all yeah, thrown no, together. They, they, and, like all they of a sudden they love each other. They had a loftier uh, ambition for it, like like thematically than what they pulled off. Like like everything is touched on, but nothing's really fleshed out. This was no fiddler on the it was, roof. It, that yeah, no, that's 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 for sure. You know, good old fiddler. Yeah, I mean, like all of a sudden they're in, they're madly in love with each other, and I'm like, that's what this of? movie needed. Hayam Topol. 
They're Italian! That's what it is! They hate each other, they love each other, everything's forgiven, then they hate you for life, and then hey, it's okay. It's like, that's life! Snap out of it! I liked her mom's character, the uh, Olympia Dukakis' character, where she Dukakis. she asks her if uh, she loves the Danny Ayo character, Mr. Yeah, Johnny. yeah, yeah, she's like, if they love you, drive you, they drive you crazy. And in the end, she's like, do you love me? She says, yes, mom, but she says, that's too bad. I know. Yeah! The I only like thing she said I really loved was, you got a love bite. <laughs> I was like, you yeah, got yeah, a love you bite. Got a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot to like. It just so, should have been two hours. Uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, more focus. Like, you can see why people have gravitated towards it and remembered it, you know. It's no Saturday yeah, Night But Fever. like you, I had never seen this. This was a yeah. first view for yeah. me as well. It's like I'd always yeah. heard about it, but I was like, eh, I don't want to see it because God, I just can't stand. Right? Shit. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, like, and and it, and you know, it, you gotta you gotta roll with it as as a comedy with the like the really bizarre themes of like people believing in luck and yeah. shit and like blaming people for their hands. Right. Yeah. The only thing y'all, I, really I love got, chair. The only thing I really got out of this watching her in this movie is I'm like, you know, I can actually see a why a lot of drag stars start out right? with her. That's such an easy look to go for. I like, I like, I like, I like, I like, like I'm not wrong. It, 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 it opens with her doing the books for the funeral part of our guy, and she has to take his tie off. Yeah, she's taking care of him. Uh, and and which he didn't even have butter on his. And Jewison's directorial credit comes on the shot of the corpse. <laughs> oh, I don't crazy. know what more I could do for you people. He's a genius. <laughs> I'm an artistic genius. They look better dead than alive. <laughs> One time I took a dead cage and put the heart of a wolf in him. No consequence will come ah, of that ah, unless there's a full moon later. <laughs> so, oh. um, you guys have anything else? I, I think we've we've took I think we've taken taken a pretty hard stab at it with the big knife. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, think I have to agree. Big, I don't. Did we leave anything um, out? I probably would have to say if I had watched this thing five fucking times, you made me live with this movie for a week, a whole <laughs> extra week. <laughs> I didn't plan damn to it, die. Woman. <laughs> I kind of want to die. The damn thing's been in my system. You know, I'm look, I'm, I can't wait for Vampire's Kiss, though. Yes, yes. And that uh, takes us to the part where I say, please, please, please uh, listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. And uh, we could really, really use your help. And speaking of which, we got two new five-star Ooh. reviews. From uh, the Carroll sisters and Matt Winter Watson. Thank you so much, you guys. Oh, and we go really to Michelin awesome. Star then, oh. yes. Yeah. Are you taking the piss? <laughs> oh, Speaking of Italians. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so... Um, please, uh, if you if you love us, please review us. If you hate us, please review us. Especially if you um, hate us. Whatever. <laughs> and, uh, Flame Adrian, he loves oh, yeah. that. Flaming, come find my uh, Deviant. You can Art. find us. <laughs> Leo the Fox on Deviant Art. Don't go to those Facebooks that are called Leo the Fox. They're unrelated and they suck. And I'm not just saying this because because uh, you're my yeah. bestie, uh, but like it, it's really fucking amazing, you guys. Yeah, his artwork is really fucking amazing. He do uh, you gotta good check it out. pictures. Pictures. He do good pictures. I drew me a picture. <laughs> uh you can actually if you go to our website cageskiss.com on uh his bio there's a link to his deviant art page and uh remember you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at cageskiss 
And you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. Donnie, you got anything? I'd like to give a shout out to Bullet95 Rye Whiskey for supporting me through today's episode. <clears throat> I, I'm, where am I? I'm on Twitter Ooh. and it's kind of awesome. I don't do much. So follow at your own risk at Unreal Goals. Uh, He's also on Red Tube at the Boy yes, Who Blue. I'm Red Tube, the Boy Who Blue, Who Knew. <laughs> And I've got about nine videos with about a thousand likes. Thank you for the two people watching that. I have an Instagram. I'm not going to give it out again because eh, fuck off. I don't care. I'm on YouTube as A.A. Smith, but I really need to update that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're so inclined, if you like horror movies, uh, you can live tweet with us on um, for the uh, last drive-in on Friday. You Fridays. are the last drive-in. You possess the power. <laughs> oh God! I need to watch that movie. Shogun. Shogun. We will see you next week with Vampires Kiss. It's finally it happening. Is, <laughs> is that so? Until then, uh, I I guess we could close with uh, one of my friends, uh, Amanda, made this awesome version of uh, of the song that stuck with me throughout the years. It's um, <clears throat> when it's short in the front and it's long in the back. That's a mullet. Wow, <laughs> that's much better than my version. <laughs> Where the world starts to shine like you've had too much wine, you're in love. Uh, he was a dingling uh, brother. <laughs> I have it on good authority. I put a curse on you. I have it on good authority that Dean Martin hated that song. Yeah, I would understand why. It's it's, it's not his best song. Uh, no. No. Do you guys want to close it with our own version of this song? Uh, <laughs> When you walk in a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, signore. (laughs) Well, I'm not talking about words. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know any of those Martin Lewis songs. We should do one of those. Uh, You guys want to just like meh, 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 or... Just go with it. All right. Uh, All right. Three, two, one. Lucky fella, <laughs> Dean. <laughs> Let that haunt your dream. <laughs> catch, catch.